got game for sale, I got game for sale, I got game for sale, I got game for sale. Gotta reach to be the one on top, no team like the one I got, you now live with the one block shot. Yeah, welcome to the Game for Sale podcast. I'm your host, Chad the Dad Man, and today we're going over one of my new favorite books I just finished reading last week, and it is called The Art Oh, my bad. It is called The War of Art. Not The Art of War, but The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield. And basically, you know, this book is on a particular force called Resistance. So it's The War of Art, Winning the Inner Creative Battle by Stephen Pressfield. And it's, a, it's been an amazing book, man. I'm a, I'm a, I want to take you guys through this because this is something that I've struggled with. It's something that we all as human beings, anybody with a calling, struggles with. There's an opposing force that wants us to stop doing what God put us on earth to do. And I love the way he wrote this book. He wrote it for, you know, whether you're a believer, non-believer, the way the author wrote the book and broke down how the force works and what's really going on in the world is uh, it's, it's easily digestible for everybody. So I'm going to start off with just reading a couple of passages that I'm going to interpret it into my own words. But that's all today's podcast is going to be, man. It's another book review a book that I recommend to pretty much anybody that's doing anything creative and um, anybody that's on this list of resistance's biggest hits. So I'm going to read off that list and we're going to get to going, man. So start off with what I know, man. There's a secret that real writers know that wannabe writers don't. And the secret is this. It's not the writing part that's hard. What's hard is sitting down to write. What keeps us from sitting down is resistance. And that's that's the force resistance. It's the it's the opposing force that keeps us from practicing what we're supposed to practice. And it takes it manifests in many, many different ways, but it's all internal and there's a way to beat it. And that's what the book is about. The book first establishes what the force is and then establishes how to beat it and establishes, you know, the higher nations and the allies and the things to look out for on your journey. But um I can't say enough about this book, man. Shout out to Rob Trey for recommending it. I'll be interviewing him sometime next week, you know, see how he felt about the book. And anybody else that wants to kind of comment on the book that's read it before, that wants to talk on the podcast, please just send me a DM. I want to talk about it with you guys. This is an open discussion. I do go, I do want you guys to communicate. I finally know that some of you guys are listening, which is great. Uh, got 250 downloads on the podcast, so kudos to Chad. Uh, but please, guys, also engage. Engage on social media. Let's have these conversations. DM me if y'all want to talk or even book a call if you want a private call, if you want a private conversation. But let's get going, man. So resistance is greatest hits. So the following is a list in no particular order of those activities that most commonly elicit resistance. The pursuit of any calling in writing, painting, music, film, dance, or any creative art, however marginal or unconventional. The launching of any entrepreneurial venture or enterprise for profit or otherwise, any diet or health regimen, any program of spiritual advancement, any activity whose aim is tighter abdominals, any course or program designed to overcome an unwholesome habit or addiction, education of every kind, any act of political, moral or ethical courage, including the decision to change for the better, some unworthy pattern of thought or conduct in ourselves. The undertaking of any enterprise or endeavor whose aim is to help others. Any act that entails commitment of the heart, the decision to get married, to have a child, to whether a rocky passion or relationship. The taking of any principal stand in the face of adversity. 
In other words, any act that rejects immediate gratification in favor of long-term growth, health, or integrity, or expressed another way, any act that derives from our higher nature instead of our lower, any of these will elicit resistance. Now, what are the characteristics of resistance? Like I said, so if you find that you're, what you're doing is on that list, which it probably is because it pretty much covered everything, <laughs> like anything that we want to do internally is affected by resistance. And I like, I like how you summed it up at the end uh, or express another way, any act that derives from our higher nature instead of our lower nature. So he's already letting you guys know that there is two opposing forces in all of our bodies. Like, you know, most believers, we, we uh, understand that there is the, it's the spirit, it's the body and it's the soul, you know, um, and all those things there, they're not always in unison with one another. Like, especially when it comes against our flesh versus the Holy Spirit, you know, like um, the Holy Spirit wants to guide us in a certain direction. He wants to make sure that we're doing certain things. And our flesh just wants to chill and make excuses to keep us up out of there, you know, and then and it manifests in different ways. I will to talk about how I was dealing with it just last night and this morning. But um, we'll keep on going, man. Resistance is invisible. It can't be seen, touched, heard or smelled, but it can be felt. We experience it as energy, as an energy field radiating from a working potential. It's a repelling force. It's negative. Its aim is to shove us away, distract us, prevent us from doing our work. It's internal. It seems to come from outside of ourselves. We locate it in spouses, jobs, houses, and kids, or peripheral opponents, but that's not actually what it is. Like, it's not a peripheral opponent. It arises from within. It is self-generated and self-perpetrated. Self-generated and resistance is actually the enemy within. Resistance is insidious. <laughs> it will tell you anything to keep you from doing your work. It will perjure, it will uh, perjure, fabricate, falsify, seduce, bully, cajole. Resistance is a protein. It will assume any form if that it would take. If that's what it takes to deceive you, it will reason with you like a lawyer or jam a nine millimeter in your face like a stick-up man. It has no conscience. It will pledge anything to get a deal, then double-cross you as soon as your back is turned. If you take resistance at its words, if you take resistance at its word, you deserve everything you get. <laughs> resistance is always lying and is always full of S-H-I-T. Resistance is like the alien of implicable. Resistance is like the alien or resistance is like the alien or or the terminator or the shark in Jaws. It cannot be reasoned with. It understands nothing but power. It's an engine of destruction programmed from the factory with one object only to prevent us from doing our work. <sighs> Sucks, man. It's impersonal. It's not out to get you personally. It doesn't know who you are. It doesn't care. It's a force of nature. It acts objectively. Though it feels malevolent, if uh, resistant, in fact, operates with indifference of rain, transits to heaven by the same laws of the sun and stars. When we marshal our forces to combat resistance, we must remember this. Like, it's not, it's not a you thing. It's not, it's, it's an everybody thing. That's, that's, and it's always good. I love when authors put that stuff in book because it's like, you know, for me, the reason why I even make a relatable uh, podcast because I understand and I've met so many people in this world. I talked talk to my boy about this the other night. Uh, the other day, first time working out with him. So the first time seeing him in 12 years. But we was kind of catching up over, like, how, like what happened during those 12 years. You know, we both graduated from Rocker Heights High School in 2010. This is my first time seeing him since then. Mind you, he's like 20 minutes down the street now. Amazing gym, amazing facility. He's an amazing fitness instructor. I'm, any, anything that you know, see that y'all happens to my amazing physique, that he's my personal trainer now. So I'm looking forward to those growths and gains. But, um... I was telling them, man, like, you know, I've moved a lot. I've moved my entire life. 
I went to multiple different high schools, multiple, not multiple different high schools, I went to multiple different middle schools, elementary schools, two different colleges. Um, just then they moved to from Georgia to Bama or whatever the case may be. But I was telling them everywhere I went, it seemed like I was always meeting the same people. Like um, I was able to recognize easy, especially within the black community and my community, that we was all plagued by the same things. You know, there's always people with dad issues. There's people with mom issues. There's people, you know, low, low finances, low income areas, people affected by certain traumas that plague our communities. But it seemed like the same things shaped Everybody, you know, we all had very similar pasts, you know, and we all and everybody used to think that everybody was growing up. They were only ones going through certain things. But as I started to meet more and more people, I'm like, yo, you're just like my boy. Let's say you're just like so and so from Texas. You're just like so and so from Charleston. Like and that's what I continue to see. And God kind of expressed that to me. Like we're all fighting the same battles. We're all fighting with the same demons. But we do a really, really bad job of talking to one another about it. So I do, like I said, I try to be as transparent as possible just to let you, the other business owners know, like, oh, yeah, bro, I'm a business owner, too. I know this. I know it's shitty. Like, because a lot of times business owners don't, outside of looking in, if you don't own a business, you know what I'm saying, if you have never taken a risk on yourself, if you never put your money up or something, she wasn't sure if it was going to come back, you know, if you've ever, <laughs> if you never missed a payment trying to chase your dreams or whatever, or just, just the overall Resi- fighting resistance in the path of growth is a it's, it's an experience and it's hard to go through on your own which is my main reason of doing this podcast but i want you like when authors put that you know this is a universal thing it's an impersonal thing like take that to heart like understand that that's it's true like i want like this everybody's fighting something everybody's going through something people single moms out here uh, kids like it's just it just doesn't matter so please communicate with one another and remember, like, you know, God loves you. God got your back, too. Hold on, take a call my wife, since I'm not live. Trey, just cut this out. <laughs> What's up, baby? But uh, back to it. It's another one. Um, my, okay, so the book, right? So this, I'm reading the book right now. I want you guys to know that it's a very, very easily digestible read. Another thing I love with authors, like, when they're able to break down, you know, we're, we all have short attention spans these days between TikTok, Instagram reels, and just computers in general like we're not trying to read pages by pages but he's able to he was able to break down and categorize this thing so even though the book is only 159 pages most of the pages in this book aren't even fully filled up like these are topics that i'm able to kind of swipe by and read so very digestible read even for new beginning readers but this is definitely a book i recommend to anybody that's pursuing their dreams internally that has a problem with that voice in the head which is pretty much everybody so I recommend that to everybody. Recommend this book to everybody, <laughs> especially entrepreneurs. Because my myself as an entrepreneur, I find a lot of value in knowing that. Oh, now that I know what my who I'm facing and what's going on, I'm able to combat it. You know what I'm saying? So I'm gonna get into that a little bit more because I said I've, I've dealt with resistance forever. I have a million and five examples of how resistance has either won or how I've defeated resistance or whatever. But now I'm able to give it a name, and that's for me. It's life changing. You know what I'm saying? Like he has a, he has a couple more books that are that dive deeper into the concepts that he put out in this book. So I'm excited to read those as well. But um we'll keep on going. So resistance is impersonal. So it's not out to get you personally, it doesn't know who you are, it doesn't care. It's a force of nature that acts objectively. It's infallible. 
Like a magnetized needle floating on the surface of oil, <laughs> it will unfailingly point north, meaning that calling or action it most wants uh it most wants to stop us from doing. We can use this as a compass, meaning basically a rule of thumb that he put right here is the more important a call or action is to our soul's evolution, the more resistance we will feel towards pursuing it. He goes on later in the book to talk about how you pretty much if you have a fear of doing something, you pretty much can guarantee that there's going to be growth in facing that head on and that you need to do that to evolve as a person. Like it's almost as if like wherever your fears are, especially when it comes to growth and entrepreneurship and putting yourself out there, like releasing your your music to the world, wherever the case may be. We have fears about that. We're self-conscious about that. He breaks down how we can't be that way. We have to be professionals about our our work later on in the book. But like I said, this is going to be a three-part video series too. Like the first part, he, divide, he defines resistance um, between the characteristics, the symptoms, and um, the overall definition. The second part of the book, he goes over how to combat resistance. And the third part of the book, he goes over how to elicit the help of the heavenly father angels he does it in a way to no matter what you believe in he describes it as you do have allies in your for in your fight against resistance and resistance also does recruit uh other enemies to help fight against you whatever it is that you're trying to do so there's always going to be circumstances or whatever the case may be you always have help you always be other people but um right here resistance is universal we're wrong if we think we're the only ones struggling with resistance Everyone who has a body experiences resistance. Real short, it never sleeps. Uh, resistance plays for keeps. Resistance goal is not to wound or disable. It aims to kill. Its target is the epicenter of our being, our genius, our soul, the unique and priceless gift we were put on earth to give that no one else has but us. Resistance means business. When we fight it, we are in war to the death. Sounds a lot like the devil, you know, like <laughs> if I, I call it what it is, but this is, is the devil, you know, in the, in the Christian belief is like, that's what you call the devil's, you no know, aim, kill, steal, <laughs> all that stuff. Resistance is fueled by fear. Resistance has no strength of its own. Every ounce of juice it possesses comes from us. We feed it with the power. We feed it with power by our fear of it. Master that fear and we conquer resistance. Resistance only opposes in one direction. It obstructs movement only from a lower spirit to a higher. It kicks in when we seek to pursue a calling in the arts, launch an innovative enterprise, or evolve to a higher station morally, ethically, or spiritually. So if you're in Calcutta working with Mother Teresa Foundation and you're thinking of boarding to launch a career in telemarketing, relax. Resistance <laughs> will give you a free pass. <laughs> and rationalization, man. But the section of rationalization on here is crazy. Like, I'm telling y'all, this book is amazing. You can literally read it in one day. You can, the audio book is only two hours and 40 minutes. That's how, you know, that's how I consume content. I read the, uh, I listened to the whole audio book twice. And now I have the, um, the digital book I'm reading. And eventually I have a library. I'm going to start ordering blank copies, even though I don't even use hard copy books. All cell phone, baby. But lastly, oh, not even Rassi, resistance is most powerful at the finish line. I'm basically reading out this book. I'm going to chop it up as content for you guys to consume because I know some of y'all ain't going to read it. But the lessons will still be learned and taught through Instagram and social media. I love you guys. Resistance is the most powerful at the finish line. Odysseus, no, I'm going to read all that. The danger 
is greatest when the finish line is in sight. At this point, Resistance knows we're about to beat it. It hits the panic button. It marshals one last assault and slams us with everything it's got. The professional must be alert for this counterattack. Be wary at the end. Don't open up that bag of wind. Resistance recruits allies. Resistance by, self, by, resistance by definition is self-sabotage. But there's a parallel peril that must, also, that must also be guarded against, sabotaged by others. When a, writer become, when, a, when a writer begins to overcome her resistance, in other words, when she actually starts to write, she may find that those close to her begin acting strange. They may become moody or sullen. They may get sick. They may accuse the awakening writer of changing, of not being the person she was. The closer, the, the closer these people are to the awakening writer, the more bizarrely they will act and the more emotion they will put behind their action. They are trying to sabotage her. The reason is that they are struggling consciously or unconsciously against their own resistance. The awakening writer's success becomes a reproach to them. If she can beat these demons, why can't they? Often couples or close friends, even entire families, will enter into a, tactic com- into a tacit compacts whereby each individual pledges unconsciously to remain mired in the same slow in which she and all her cronies have become so comfortable. The highest treason a crab can commit is to make a leap for the rim of the bucket. The awakening artist must be ruthless, not only with herself, but with others. Once you make a break, you can't turn around for your buddy who catches his trouser leg on the barbed wire. This best thing you can do for that friend. Uh oh. And he tell you this himself. If he really is your friend is to get over the wall and keep pushing. The best and only thing that one artist can do for another is to serve as an example and as an inspiration. Now let's consider the next aspect of resistance symptoms. So we're going to go over the symptoms um, in the next podcast. Like I said, I'm going to try to keep these things short. Um, But like I said, I want to open this up to to you guys, man. Please participate in the conversation. I'm going to go over how my most recent struggle resistance was this morning. So last night, like I said, me, you know, we've been in the process of moving. So I've been uh, taking trips back and forth to my shop in Cartersville, just trying to get some more stuff out of the house and move it over there. Um, but mostly all of my work stuff. Everything I use to work now is just my computer. I leave that here because I do a lot of editing at night. But anyway, tired as hell, multiple trips. 11.30 last night, I got in a car accident. Um, but anyway, got in a car accident, veering left. And immediately... Cause I said, I knew what I had to do this morning. I knew I needed to wake up, do a podcast. I knew I needed to wake up and go over a couple of videos I want to edit. I want to put out a couple offers out there. But immediately after getting that car, because I could understand and I could already hear the voice in my head telling me, like, yo, take the day off. Like, man, you just got in a car accident. Like, there's nothing. I mean, why are you trying to push through this? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you're lucky to be alive. Just take the day off. Take the day off. Uh, heal. You know. But I'm I'm looking at myself, and luckily I had just finished reading this book, and I'm like, man, I recognize this fucking voice now. You know what I'm saying? Because it's a part, the symptoms, like I said, we're going over this tomorrow, the, the, some of the symptoms of resistance and some of the um, ways we rationalize resistance. And one of the ways that he put in there is like we like to we like to use our healing as an excuse. Like sometimes we go through traumatic situations. We go through things in life where we can we can use our circumstances and our situation as an excuse to, to not do any of our work, to not do anything. And this morning, when I woke up this morning, 
uh, I woke up and I overslept a little bit because I said I got home like at one. Car accident happened at eleven. Took forever for the tow truck to get there and pick the car up. I'm gonna show you a picture of my car too. Um, and like I said, hopefully they're gonna fix it. But I woke up this morning and I was like, um, hold on, let me show you the picture. My baby. That's my baby, man. Hope the camera zooms in on that. But um, poor poor Rhonda, man. Rhonda the Dodge Ram. Hopefully they can fix her. We'll see. But I woke up this morning. Literally, I was talking about clearly could hear my inner voice. <laughs> That's I'm going I'm to I'm summarize what I think resistance is, too. But I could clearly hear my inner voice telling me, like, hey, bro, don't worry about that podcast. You know what I'm saying? Like, just take the day off. Just chill. Don't go to the gym. Don't do none of that. And I'm like, but you know, I'm fine, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I got a little scrape on my elbow. Neck hurt a little bit, but these are normal, normal pains. You know, I'm, I've been an athlete. I've been able to push through this before. If I had a job, I would still go to work. And he talks about that, too. Like, the way to combat resistance is to be a professional. So I'm literally thinking about the lessons that I learned in this book while it's still fresh in my mind. And it led me to go ahead and recording my podcast. And after this, I'm going to go get my rental car. I'm coming back home. I'm edit some videos because it's like... I still have a job to do, you know, and um, no matter who, what the inner voice in my head says, or no matter what my flesh is telling me to do, I can't let myself down, you know, because there's always going to be some shit that happens. So it's it's just a, I don't know, it was it was a, it wasn't a great thing that happened. Of course, I hate car accidents or whatever, but I was very happy that I was equipped and I knew what I was dealing with after have after have reading this book. Like I said, and I've always been familiar. I, I do. I've grown up in the church. You know, my um, I was blessed. You know, my my family has a very uh, big spiritual background, so I always knew about opposing forces and things. But reading this book really put it, made it really clear for me in a way that I could really easily digest it and uh, make it work. So. Yeah, man. Fuck resistance. The best way I can pretty much explain resistance to me is resistance is like that inner. We all have like an inner bitch ass nigga inside of us. He doesn't want us to do anything. He he's he'll give us excuses for whatever. Like if there's anything that we're uncomfortable doing, that we're scared to jump in, there's the best believe he will help you come up with an excuse not to do it. Whether it's like <laughs> I have I'm talking about I have millions, man. Like there's there's a lot of things that I've wanted to work on that I use rationalization not to work on. If, like I said, for example, perfectionism. perfectionism like I said, I've, I've always told you guys, like I've dealt with perfectionism. Like even the reason why I have so much stuff is because I always wanted to have the best things. But guess what? When I don't have those best things, I use that as a rationalization not to do my work. Like, man, well, I don't have that camera yet, or I don't have that microphone yet, or I don't have that computer. I use that as an excuse not to do the work. And ultimately, the only way I was able to get this stuff was I had to push past that to be able to afford this stuff. You know, like I started off with a way cheaper camera than this. Like my first camera was then, like it was a DJI Osmo. You know, it was the camera that's on the gimbal. Camera quality wasn't nothing like this before. Uh, sold that, got the A6500. Sold that, got a um, GH5. Sold that, got a Black Magic. Now sold that. Well, I still have that actually. Now I got a Sony FX3, you know, so the Black Magic made me a lot of money. I was able to hold on to it. I wasn't able to sell it because, um, unfortunately, my sister dropped it, but, you know, I still love her. Um, but uh, <laughs> but it actually still works. It is unsellable. So it's a blessing, man. And I'm praying that I've been recording this whole time. And I have. See, God, man, God is good, man. But, yeah. 
part two, or I mean, tomorrow we're going to go over the symptoms of resistance. It's pretty much how resistance likes to manifest itself in our day-to-day lives. That was just the characteristics. We're not even a third of the way through the book. I'm going to cover this book entirely. This is my podcast is going to be back for like the next week. It's going to be this book. Um, please join into my Instagram. I'm going to be posting a whole another series that I'm working on. Now that I got some help kind of doing my podcast content, got some help uh, doing my scheduling my podcast out, I can focus on some more video work to show to show you guys, bring you guys even more value. So please, if you're not already, if you're not already, follow me at One Block Shop on Instagram and One Block Shop on TikTok. I'm about to start trying to um, what's it called? Automate the entire process of doing my content, and I'm really excited for what's next, man. Um, please hit me up, man. Let's talk about this a little bit more. Resistance, man. That that guy. Fuck that guy. Yeah, man. Peace.